Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Nobody wins unless everybody wins. This is your fight. We're in this game. As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Line Change, the NHL betting podcast from the Action Network. My name is Michael Leboff. I am the hockey editor here at Action. And joining me, as always, is my friend, the professional NHL better, known on gambling Twitter as So Money Sports. And So Money, a short slate on Tuesday night. Usually we'll see like eight to 12 games on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but only six for Tuesday, February 22nd. But we're still going to start with a big underdog and this underdog is near and dear to our hearts you can definitely call them the official team of uh, line change we just love this team so much that's the ottawa senators they're plus 195 at home hosting the minnesota wild who are minus 230 the over under here is right now at five and a half it's a 7 p.m puck drop on tuesday night and you like the senators i do i think that um we we're good to go back to the well here with uh, with, with Ottawa, with Gustafsson being sent down. We know that the two goalies for the Sens tomorrow will be Matt Murray and Anton Forsberg. I would prefer Murray to start, so we'll wait on that. But Forsberg has been sneaky good this year. I'm a I've been pleasantly surprised with his uh, with his performance so far. I'm good with either of them going, but we do need to be cognizant of the strike price here. So what I mean by that is if Forsberg is confirmed. We can wait to make this play a little bit later in the day. But if it is Murray, then we'll be good to move on this earlier. The potential sense play, it does depend on the wild goaltending as well. So we do need to see Talbot in net for for the wild, since he is now a definitive downgrade from Kakanen there. The wild, they look good against Edmonton on the scoreboard, but I still wasn't sold. Um, It was... They put up seven and I'm sitting here saying that I need to see more, but that's the way it goes sometimes. There was a there was a lot of snowballing that that happened in that game. So before I can be completely bought in on the wild, um, I do want to see them put together a couple of solid efforts here. Yeah, I'm with you on Ottawa. Like we said, this is a team that punches well above their weight in terms of uh you're playing up as an underdog. We like to bet them at big prices. This is a big price, and they're at home. Yeah. Like you said, the Wild, they are in decent form, uh, seven and three over the last 10. Their expected goals rate is hovering around 56 and a half, 56.7% in that span. 
and their defensive numbers have been pretty good. Ottawa's also played a pretty consolidated schedule over the last month. I think they played 16 games over the last 31 days. So uh, it's been pretty tough. But I mean, the, I feel like with the Senators team, you can kind of just throw that stuff out the window. They're such an outlier um, with enough high end talent going forward. And like you said, the goaltending has has really come around as of late. So enough here at a at a big price for me to be confident uh, and be comfortable in a bet on our beloved Ottawa Senators plus 195 at the moment. And like you said, I think we'll see what the, uh, where this number goes, depending on the goaltending, uh, but never, never a bad, bad thing to get in bed with the Senators at a price like this. Um, all right, let's move on. Like I said, short slate. So before we get to our best bets, we'll take a look at a few other games. We'll start with the Leafs. Oh man. They just, uh, we're recording this at, 10 p.m. on Monday night. The Leafs are fresh off a 5-2 loss to the Montreal Canadiens who were playing on a back-to-back. They've now won three in a row. They stole a game against the Islanders yeah. at UBS Arena on Sunday. But the Canadiens, interesting team, I guess, to keep in your pocket under Martin St. Louis. They are getting results. They're a little lucky, yeah, because they're not a great team. But still, um, if they are going to be offered at these prices, definitely something to keep an eye on. But let's talk about the Leafs here. They're minus 180, traveling to Columbus on the back-to-back. The Jackets plus 155. The over-under is six and a half at the moment. Somehow, the Blue Jackets have won seven of ten. I don't know how this team is getting results. (laughs) J.F. Berube, uh, former Islander, great. He played uh, in goal against the Sabres. Yes, it was the Sabres, but still wasn't expecting that. Uh, And the defensive issues, having these kind of goaltending issues with a team with the defense uh, that the, the Blue Jackets have near the bottom in terms of preventing scoring chances, preventing shot attempts, everything, basically every defensive metric you look at, the Blue Jackets are near the bottom. Now you throw them in this goaltending flux, and it's really hard to get involved with this team at this price, plus 155 against the Leafs, even if Toronto's traveling on the back-to-back. Anything for you here? Yeah, who says you need defense to win games, huh? <laughs> We've talked about the concern with Toronto. Is there is there goaltending? Um, my long-term stance on Jack Campbell is that he'll be fine. Uh, but in the short term, it is tough to back him until we can see some some solid form from him. On the other side, as you mentioned, that uh, the goaltending situation, so we'll need to get some clarity there. I'm assuming we'll see Barube again since both uh, Merzlikens and Corpusalo didn't practice on Monday. Um, they they continue to be an over team for me. Poor poor defensive play, but they're filling the net too. So I will be looking at the at the over here, but we'll need to be. We'll need to wait on the number here. I think that once the limits are up in the morning, we might see a juiced six and a half, which will probably have me sit out. But in looking at the over, I think that we'll probably need to um, need to strike a little bit earlier in the morning there. Yeah, it's interesting with Campbell. He's he was dynamite through the first you know, 30 something games of the season. Then the break happened because of the holidays and COVID. Yeah. Uh, and now he's minus six point four four or five goals below expected over his last, last 12 starts. And Peter Mrazek, he's been better than Campbell recently, but he wasn't good tonight. And yeah. all of a sudden, yeah, like you said, goaltending issues for the Leafs. Let's see here. The <laughs> the St. Louis Blues, a team that uh, I was really infatuated with early in the season. I was betting them a lot. They're minus 205, taking on the Philadelphia Flyers, who are plus 175. It seems like the, the Blues are playing a very soft schedule at the moment. They've been a really short price uh, in a bunch of games over the past two weeks. And I just don't think they profile well as a, as a favorite. Well, they're taking on the flyers who near two to one, the over under here is six and the flyers as bad as they've been this whole season, 
their underlying metrics aren't like alarm bells going off bad right now. So I don't really want to lay it with, with the blues here. I, I'm actually closer on a bet with the flyers, but Carter Hart is out. Martin Jones comes in and boy, that will just put you off of uh, a bet on the flyers pretty quickly here. Yeah. So uh, ultimately a pass, unless this number gets out of control on Philadelphia for me, what about you? Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I think that when, when you look at the flyers games, you see all the goals being scored, but they're actually not playing that poorly defensively. So this is like one of those things where I was ready to um, this morning, I was ready to play the uh, play the under in the, in the Flyers Carolina game, expecting Carter Hart to start. Obviously, when he got that um, eye infection and he and and he was out, there's there's no way I'm playing an under with Martin Jones. It's just it's just not happening. So um, I think that it is possible that Carter Hart is back. Um, by all accounts, uh, they're not too concerned about that eye. If Martin Jones does play back-to-back, I I want to be looking at the over here. Um, We've banged the Vili Husso drum here for a while and how he should be the number one in St. Louis. He has taken over the reins, but we could see a Bennington start here. So that's something that I want to keep an eye on. Um, I think it was the last episode or the one before that where we wanted to wait out this Blues offense a bit as they get healthy. Um, Tarasenko is going to be playing on Tuesday. And if we do get... Bennington starting against Jones on a back-to-back I will be on the over there but if Carter Hart is back in net then I'll likely be passing moving on a west coast game between the San Jose Sharks they're plus 130 traveling to the pond to take on the Ducks who are minus 150 the over under here is five and a half I get that uh, San Jose is in a slump right now but I think this price is a little rich on Anaheim who themselves haven't been that good since the same break I was talking to before we knew Anaheim's hot start with at some point they were going to come back down to earth they have and I just don't really think there's too much between these two teams I think coming into the season you could definitely say that San Jose's expectations were higher than Anaheim uh, since the season started and obviously we're now 40 something games into it uh, that that has kind of flipped a little bit but I still think we're talking about two teams that are much closer than these odds suggest, even with Anaheim at home. So I like the Sharks here, plus 120 or better as an underdog. Anything for you? So how can I fade both teams here? <laughs> um, I think that maybe there will be an edge on the Sharks. Um, it's I definitely am not laying with the Ducks here. So we'll see where this number goes in the morning and if there's any surprise in the, with, with the goaltending. But if we do see uh, Gibson against uh, Reimer, the Anaheim number is probably going to take up a little bit, which which may force me to bet the Sharks, but I hope that we don't get to that point. Yeah, always a, <laughs> always what you want to hear when uh, breaking down a game. is I really, really don't want to do it, but I might just have to. But that's yeah, where exactly. we're at. That's, that's I, the NHL in a nutshell, right? Yeah, um, and I mean, it, it, it all comes down to the number, right? Like anybody at any time is bettable at the right number. Yep, that's what makes us so sick. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, on that note, we'll go to our top shelf bets, our favorite bets for Tuesday, February 22nd. Top shelf where mama hides the cookies. We'll start with you. Uh, you're targeting something in Nashville. They're plus 170, traveling to Florida, minus 200. The over under here, six and a half. Predators struggling lately. I think it was four in a row. They've dropped. The Panthers are still the Panthers, just an absolute force to be reckoned with and one of the Stanley cup favorites, deservingly. So, but you're looking at the total here. 
Yeah, so um, as we've discussed previously, uh, we expected this regression from uh, Nashville and we are getting it now. So it's not that big of a surprise in terms of them not putting up the wins. They did play a very loose defensive game against the Hurricanes, which which is a break from their usual. But we also have to consider that that game really opened up once they got behind 2 nothing. So those things, um, we always need to adjust for those things where how the game changes and how the score impacts the rest of the game. Um, I think we've reached a point of the season now where the Panthers overs are getting too inflated. Uh, we rode them up to this point, but it's looking like it's time to sell off on that now. Bobrovsky's excellent season has been overshadowed by the uh, Panthers' offensive prowess here, but Florida is starting to play well defensively in front of him as well. The game scores don't indicate it, but as I always preach, the final scores can lag behind what is actually unfolding on the ice. In this case, if we do get Bobrovsky against Soros, I want to be on the under against what should be an inflated uh, total price here. Yeah, definitely interested there and and interested to see where the, um, especially at home, where these Panthers totals end up for the rest of the season because of just how well they were cashing towards the over to start. I I do have a little bit of interest in Nashville because I think when you're getting a goaltender like uh, Juice Soros at at a number like this, you're always going to give it a second look. We'll see where the number goes, but um, it's probably Nashville, the under. That's where I'll be looking. My favorite bet, actually my least favorite bet, but my best bet on the board is the Seattle Kraken plus 120 home underdogs Wait, against. <laughs> I have to do it. I just have to do it. It's so bad. Uh, they're on a back-to-back and they're a bad team, but the New York Islanders at minus 140 on the road. How can you justify that number right now? Two of their last three games, a loss to Buffalo then they beat the Bruins in an impressive win, but the Bruins were without Brad Marchand and that Linus Allmark in goal. Uh, and then they lose to the Montreal Canadiens. Their numbers, uh, their underlying metrics show that they probably deserve maybe a little bit better in uh, a couple of those games. However, the Islanders are a team that will show up in some games and just have absolutely nothing offensively. And it's so obvious from the jump. This is one of the worst finishing teams in the league. They don't generate a lot. And Seattle has been good defensively. What we know is uh, Philip Grubauer has really struggled in net. He'll be in goal for Seattle tomorrow. That's not great. But the Islanders aren't the type of team to exploit that issue, I don't think. So give me Seattle. I think you're getting as a home underdog against a team like the Islanders who, like, let's face it, their season's over. This could be a team that just ends up playing out the string and is going to be a pretty good bet against team if they keep getting these prices put next to them as over the second half of the season. Because not only are the Islanders really flawed right now, but they're not playing for much uh, as it happens. So, unfortunately, sometimes in betting, you got to wear the black hat. You got to have a cold, hard heart. And that's what I'm doing betting against my Islanders with the Seattle Kraken at plus 120. Anything for you on this one? We should see uh, Grubar and Ned, uh, like you mentioned, and Sorokin, um, I think, has been confirmed now. Mm-hmm. So, probably nothing on this game for me. We'll see how far or if the Islanders drift in the morning, which which would give me interest in Seattle. But for now, um, I'll pass unless if either side gets into uh, gets gets into range for me in the morning. Yeah, I'm interested to see where it goes, what, what happens for Seattle. On Monday night against York, Canucks could have a little bit of a say in, in where this number goes. But yeah, I've got no interest laying it with the Islanders on the road. They just are really depressing. Yeah, I'm... <sighs> I, I I didn't apologize for the uh, for your Islanders today, so uh, I'm I'm sorry about your Islanders. Me too, me too. 
And uh, on that note, uh, we wrap up this episode of Line Change. For so many sports, I'm Michael Leboff. We're wishing you the best of luck on your bets on Tuesday, February 22nd, and we will see you Thursday.